When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He leads away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. And on today's show, we've got Phoebe Litchfield. So Phoebe joined us from her college dorm in Sydney after she became the Breakers' youngest ever centurion over the weekend. Um, so, it's, yeah, great to chat to Phoebe. She's full of life as usual. Um, I guess that leads, in, leads us into the WNCL. What a start it's been to this season. I mean, we've seen some ups and downs from, from most teams, but there's one team that we haven't seen any downs from, and that's... That's Queensland. They've been by far and away the strongest out of the blocks, undefeated and some unbelievable performances across the board, LJ. Yeah, and not only winning all four games so far, they've got the bonus point in all four games so far. So they go into the break at a maximum 20 out of 20 points. Couldn't ask for more. Laura Harris sitting record-breaking 50 ball tons. Georgia Redmayne's been informed. Georgia Bowl hit her 145 in the first weekend. Like They just couldn't have asked for a better start. Yeah, yeah. So many performances across the board, like, doesn't really look like they've got any weaknesses in there. And they're essentially the heat lineup. So look out WBBL. Yeah, exactly. Look out. They absolutely thrashed New South Wales, who looked in all sorts at North Sydney Oval. I mean, we saw we saw Talia Wilson and Phoebe Litchfield, as we said, they got they got the breakers back on track with hundreds um against WA. But yeah, they looked pretty, pretty um out of sorts against Queensland, um, particularly that top order. I mean, we haven't really seen anything of what we're used to seeing from the likes of uh, Elisa Healy and Ashley Gardner at the top order. I mean, are we at the point where we're saying it's kind of alarming signs for those two? Yeah, um, I think Midge in particular hasn't passed 50 since the World Cup final in New Zealand earlier this year, which you know, is obviously unusual for Midge given we all know what her record is like. Have to see how they go on the WBBL, I guess, but the Sixers definitely would want them firing and good signs for the Thunder on the other hand, with um, Litchfield and Wilson playing such a crucial hand in getting them back on track and beating WA twice, which is no easy feat when they've got a Beth Mooney and a, an Alana King in their yeah, lineup. Yeah, definitely. And LJ, you were at uh, Junction Oval today, um, got got our first look at Tasmania, who got the win against the Vicks, against the home side. Um, it was a high-scoring affair, uh, two centuries. T- take us through it, LJ. How did you see it unfold? Yeah, what, what a game. 560-odd runs today at the Junction wow. Oval, which is <laughs> quite the day. Um, Annabelle Sutherland was just superb. You know, yep. She came in a really tough 
in a really tough situation, mm. Victoria were two for 12. Elise Perry had just been bold leaving a ball, which was unheard of from Pez. And they were three for 50 when Sophie Molyneux went out. And she just played a really mature, composed innings. It was just sheer class, 111 off 114. Got the Vicks up to 279, which for a fairly inexperienced lineup against a team like Tasmania, the reigning champions, is massive. Uh, but then Nicola Carey just came out, hit an unbeaten century of her own and got Tasmania home with two overs to spare in the end. Yeah, crazy. I mean, that's that's twice now for Annabelle Sublet. She's got two knocks, but they've both been in the losing side. So um, hopefully she can get, get one and that helps <laughs> contribute to a win in the next, next couple of months. Yeah, and they've got one more game between them on Thursday and then it's full WBBL mode. I know. Absolutely crazy. So yeah, WBBL 08 gets underway in nine days, which is which is hard to believe. So so we've had a, we've had a couple of last minute signings. We saw this morning that um, Chloe Tryon she's going to be with the Thunder, so that's going to be interesting to see how she slots into their batting order. Yeah, I have a feeling they might try using her a little higher up than the Hurricanes did when they had her on their list a couple of seasons ago. Certainly adds a lot um, in terms of strike rate. Potentially could bowl a bit too, so a useful addition and. Just one more spot left to fill with the Thunder as overseas players anyway. So they'll they'll all start coming through in the next the next couple of days, I guess. I guess we'll start seeing all those final squads that are going to be taking to the field in WBBL 08. So a reminder that that gets underway on Thursday night with a blockbuster clash between Sixers and the Heat. So that's up in Mackay and you can watch that live and free on Channel 7 and you can also tune in on Fox and KO. Um, and the one the one other thing we wanted to touch on is, is the T20 World Cup, which is coming up in February in South Africa so that'll be that's a, it's a good carrot at the end of the, the um, WBBL season so a lot of domestic players will be looking towards that tournament and wanting to put their hand up for selection for that World Cup and we've got a schedule we've got a schedule so that came through this morning um, LJ what did you make of Australia's group? Yeah so it's a bit of a new look group to what they had at the last T20 World Cup in 2020 and also from the Commonwealth Games um, they're in a group with New Zealand South Africa Sri Lanka and Bangladesh so they've avoided being in the same group with India who yeah. um, they've been in the same group with for the last three major T20 tournaments and got beaten a couple of times in the group stages there. So Mm, no more traditional opener against India. Yeah, we'll have to wait till potentially the finals to play India this time, which is a bit different. Aside from that, they kick it all off with a trans-Tasman clash on February 11. And I'm not going to try and pronounce the name of the place where they're playing three of their games. (laughs) The former (laughs) city known as Port Elizabeth. We're going to work really hard on learning how to pronounce that name. In the meantime, um, we'll let you get back to listening to a great chat with Phoebe Litchfield, who chats all about a wonderful hundred over the weekend. Phoebe Litchfield, your very first time joining us on The Scoop. Thank you for joining us from your college room. It's great, great to see you. Firstly, how are you? What's going on? We know you guys have been down in Sydney for the last couple of weekends and we know you've also just moved down to Sydney for the first time. So talk us through it. How's, how's life in Sydney going for you? It's going well. Um... Yeah, being a full-time cricketer is definitely a nice change from having to go to school. But um, down here at college and studying part-time and full-time, just depending on the semester. But yeah, really loving it. And um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't be happier. And what's it like being with the uni college life? And Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, it's probably the greatest thing that sort of happened apart from cricket. Yeah. Um, I was always been looking forward to it because my siblings went to college too. Um, but it's a lovely awesome um, experience and making friends and just living life at the moment and it's a really good balance bes- um, sorry apart from sorry beside cricket yeah, yeah. Nice. so like talk us through it like what are you studying and have you been manage- managing to like like is it tough to sort of soak up the college atmosphere at the same time as 
being a professional cricketer? Yeah, it's like it's tough at times. I definitely in the first sem, it was a lot of partying and, um, <laughs> you know, balancing that between being a full-time cricketer. It's like, Phoebes, where are, you, where are your pros at? <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, and my coach every morning, he checks my eyes and goes, oh, have you been to a party? I'm like, yeah, I haven't been to a party. So and it's just this running joke that I'm like this alcoholic. But anyway, um, so, yeah, that's been fun. But, no, it's been really fun. And I, I guess, yeah, I've worked out how to balance, um, you know, some nights, most nights there's parties and I'll just go, no, um, you know, i got training tomorrow. But there's a lot of athletes here okay. at college and um, a lot of us in the same boat. But the fact that, you know, meal times and just and just being with people it's just keeping me really busy and and then uni on the side I'm studying communications uh managing majoring in media arts production so um yeah it's it's going well and it's a really practical subject so I'm loving it and we sort of wanted to know about like the dynamics of the breakers on tour so obviously like there's Midge and Mm. Sammy Joe and Bernsey who are maybe like the veterans of the team then there's you lot, you've yeah. like got Talia, Annika, Stella, Stella Maitland, who are kind of the young crew. So, like, tell us about the vibe. Like, do, do they? Do you bring them down to your level, or do you go up to to their level and be a bit more mature around them? Oh, I, I don't know. We, I guess the Aussie players, like you know, just they're Aussie players, so we're sort of like. Oh. <laughs> um, but now they're really fun, and then in the rain break. Oh, the rain delay against WA in our first game was hectic. Yeah. Like when you take away phones for everyone, it's just like, <laughs> true. what do we what do? do? And then it's like <laughs> back to like, yeah, we're just, just playing some weird games. And yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of childish uh, people in our team. You know, we get, <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that in Claremore and Ebony Hoskin, who's our um, that debutante. Yeah. She's a cracker. She's the funniest girl ever. So there's a lot of, a um, lot of fun. And I guess, it sort of goes both ways. When when we need to, you know, get our head in the game, we do, but we also have a lot of fun on the side. Just a broader question: um, When you do have your phones, who's got the mm. strongest TikTok game in um in the Breakers and in the whole of the WBBL? Do you reckon? Oh, that's hard. I reckon Mado's got a pretty good um, TikTok at yeah, the moment. Yeah, pretty strong. Um, Stella's got a good one too. Mm. Um, and then I'm trying to think. In, a, in Australian cricket. I've seen a few of Darcy, Darcy Browns, they're pretty funny. Just rogue. But her, her, just rogue, just rogue. But yeah, no, it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty fun platform to, to get on. How, how do you see your TikTok presence? Are you looking to grow grow your TikTok following? Is it something that you like, like making TikToks? Oh, it's fun, <laughs> I guess, but it's it's risky. It's risky behaviour because you're like, oh, I'd love to make this for just my yeah. friends, but then realise it's a public space. So you're like, you don't really want to put something random on there. And I'm seeing like some TikToks are like copied to Instagram off like these random profiles. You're like, I don't oh, really no, want these going everywhere. So <laughs> no, nah, but it's fun. No, all right. And so obviously we've got better get on with some, some cricket chat. So it was great to see you over the weekend um, raise a bat for made in WNCL 100 so talk us through it like did you feel in in good nick out there at North Sydney Oval? Yeah I had a chat with um my I've had dinner with my family the night before and I hadn't scored for three innings and I was just like I'm scoring runs like I'm just I'm just going there I'm scoring runs and I feel like if you're going that with that mindset it's hard to you just stay concentrated and it's hard to sort of make a mistake on purpose if you get a good ball you get a good ball but if you really just apply yourself and I tried to do that and I guess it came off and, um, yeah, I was hitting the middle of the bat early. So, it, um, yeah, it felt good and it was really nice to be out there with T and actually get some big scores um, and show that 
like we can actually yeah. do it. It sort of comes down to belief at times. Did you change anything in your game, like apart from your mindset? Like, did you make any other sort of adjustments in that on that day at North Sydney Oval? Yeah, I found like I was getting into a habit of um, sort of falling over to spin and getting inside edge, and I, you know, hit one to mid off and one to mid on, trying to go over the top. And I did a bit of a technical change um, over that sort of Saturday um, and tried to get me coming forward a bit more instead of sideways. So that helped, I guess, but it's also just down to mindset and 50 overs is a long time and you've got time to catch up. You've got time to actually get yourself in. And I think just making the most of a set batter and really going big was the, was the aim. And it it felt like a pretty low key celebration from you when you reached the hundred. What was going to your mind at that moment? I have no idea. Everyone was like, what, what did you just do? Um, I don't know. I got the, like, I got it. And then I was like, oh, what do I do? And then I was close to T, so I couldn't, like, do the walk thing. And then I just, like, presented it. And it was like, three, two, one. Um, it was really weird. So hopefully next time um, the celebration's a bit better. So, yeah, I've got, I caught some stick from that. But, um, anyway. Oh, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully there's there's more opportunities to, you can, you can perfect yeah. it. And Fingers you mentioned crossed. Talia. Is she, like, she- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good friend of yours, how, how, good, how good was it batting out there with her and seeing her also race about for triple figures? Yeah, T's been in some like crazy form. She's just looks so comfortable at the crease every time and you know, opening the batting's hard because mm-hmm. you do get the best balls and sometimes you can get a perler and you, you're out. But to her, for her to really stick in and um, it was a really well-timed innings too. Like she did so well to just go through and she didn't look phased at all. Um, and that's the perfect thing about T. Like she doesn't, she consumes pressure so mm-hmm. well. Um, and yeah, for her to get the triple figures too was awesome and um, really proud of her. And it was awesome to do it with her at the Yeah, at the nice. Time. How did you rate her celebrations? Her was, hers was better. <laughs> she got it to was, do a walk. Was, you know, a bit of appreciation. <laughs> yeah, and, and she appreciated the crowd. And that's what you do in our family. And she did a wave and I was like, oh, why don't I do that? Anyway, I don't think people generally get that wild in their celebrations in the WBBL or WNCL though, but is there anyone at the breakers who would like leap in the air and <laughs> carry on a bit? No, I don't think so. I think we're quite quite an understated group mm. and 
Um, I feel like if, you know, one of the, I reckon Sammy Jo Johnson, because yeah. she's such a fiery player, she usually gets, you know, 50 off 30 balls or a quick 30. But for her to go, it's, I think it's similar to um, Laura Harris, um, you know, that kind of player that if you get it, it's like, it's the day. And, you know, I reckon she'd embrace yeah, it. I reckon she yeah. would too. Let's, let's hope that happens. Um, so I've, obviously you mentioned, Fees, it was a tough couple of games for, for the Breakers heading into this weekend like against Queensland, heading into the weekend against WA. What was sort of the chat amongst the group coming into those matches? Did you sort of really want to make amends? Like what, was Ga- what were the messages from Gav and, and Midge? Yeah, it was really to make amends and, you know, we've been training all pre-season and showing like we had pre-season games and we've been playing amazingly yeah. and just to come out against Queensland pretty much get flogged was quite, you know, it was disappointing. And I think we really wanted to make amends and show that we could actually do mm-hmm. it. And also in the te- like WNCL scheme of things, we needed yeah. to needed to win because, you know, four none from four is not a, not a great start, even though it's a longer season. But because it's a longer season, you get to come back. But if we can just keep climbing up that ladder, um, that's what we needed. Yeah, were you personally pretty keen to contribute to those, to a couple of wins after the, the first few losses? Yeah, and batting at three, it's um, like a big role in, in the scheme of things. And um, I think, yeah, you need your number three, number four, well, your top four um, to score runs, and we hadn't. So um, I really tried to take ownership on that and do it for nice. the team. And what was the, what was the feeling in the change rooms like after you got those two wins? Like, was everyone, was everyone pretty pumped? Yeah, we were, we were happy. Um, definitely, yes, also Sunday's game, we missed out on the bonus point wow. um, by two runs, I think. And we had them eight for 170, I think, and they got uh, Peschel and Cleary yeah. batted well, but we didn't take our chances and sort of let them get there. And it was really, it was sort of just a bittersweet moment yeah. because we could have really been cutthroat and got the bonus point and, you know, but anyway, but it was good and we were happy to happy to get the wins. I know it's a while away still, but the next two W uh, next two New South Wales home games are in orange. Is that mm. <laughs> you pumped for that? Yeah, I'm so pumped. When I don't know who told me, but they were like, Yeah, we're going to orange. And I was like, What? Orange? <laughs> like what why would you bring WNCL cricket orange? Like when I think of WNCL, I think of North City, yeah. you know, and then the big grounds and then I'm I'm picturing myself playing you know for the breakers at orange and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm not complaining, but, yeah, it's going to be really cool to have all family there and I'll have all the team out to my place and we can have lunch yes. and it'll be really fun. I'm really Surely excited. there'll be, a, like, a whole cheer squad, like, the whole town will come <laughs> out and just watch. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm playing. I'm, like, inviting my whole school. Yeah. You can just, like, all come here. <laughs> <laughs> it'll oh, be fun. It'll be awesome. And so we wanted to chat a bit more about sort of, like, how you've managed to balance like life coming through the ranks as a cricketer with your life outside of cricket. So you're obviously only 19. You've spent basically the last five or so years trying to sort of find that balance. How have you sort of managed mm. to figure out like what works for you? Is it just kind of been a learning curve and you kind of just work out what individually suits you to perform your best in different aspects of your life? Yeah, I think, yeah, through school it was, it was difficult because, you know, in the back of my mind I was like, oh, I just want to be playing yeah. cricket and you know, seeing the girls train full-time down in Sydney and even the Sydney players that were at school, they could they could come in to train. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was difficult to sort of see them doing that. But I don't think I'd do it any differently because being at home with my family yeah. and um, having dad as a coach, I think was amazing. Like this year, I've actually haven't had, you know, my one-on-one full-time coach and he can throw me oh. balls for hours, you know. It's sort of different in a squad setup. Yeah. But So I miss, miss batting with dad. and But I think the balance in terms of school 
you know, education and stuff really worked well. And I think, yeah, it's really important to sort of do that. And I probably wouldn't be here like at college and doing uni if I didn't do that. So in hindsight, it was, it was a good decision. Um, did you ever have to come up with any wild excuses for why you had to miss school or, or training or anything while you were trying to do both? Um, I don't think so. I was pretty just honest. I'm like, no, I have cricket. And I sort of accepted that. And then in terms of training, I love training. So I, I didn't think I, I never really made an excuse to not train. Um, so. And what, what kind of student are you? Like, are you a dedicated student, like talkative? Like, do you ever get in trouble like at school or now at uni? I was sort of like, not a teacher's pet, but like a good like good yeah. student like you're not going to sit there and you know get her off like especially because my mum's a teacher yeah. so I had some respect for what they yeah. do and you know like you know don't waste their time sort of thing so um I guess I was a good student but I definitely took you know cheat ways to you know, don't do this whole assignment do this assignment yeah. or you know at, at uni you, you don't have to go to every lecture or if it's online it's like cameras off and I'm just sitting there <laughs> going you know but um, yeah, it's good. It's fun. How has it been like sort of meeting a whole bunch of new people at college and uni and stuff and then like trying to sort of explain that you like live this double life as a <laughs> professional athlete and a student? <laughs> yeah, it was quite fun. Like I, no one really, like especially girls, I don't really know cricket yeah. that much and they learned, they were like, oh, you play cricket? And I was like, yeah, I play cricket. And then next minute, like they're following me on Instagram and they go, oh my God, like you actually play cricket. <laughs> like, oh, it's actually a thing. And yeah, I go, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And then the other day when I scored the century, they just thought it was the biggest thing ever. Like they were like coming to be like, oh my God, That's so you good. did so well. And they like, no one even watched it. And they were like, like I've made the Australian team. Like they were sharing it on their stories. It was just the funniest thing. I was like, like, if I do this again, will you do it? Like, you know, it's, it's probably a thing that will happen more yeah. than once, but um, hopefully fingers crossed, touch wood. But um, yeah, it's quite funny. But the boys, the boys appreciate yeah. it. But it's, imagine, it's when, imagine when the WBBO <laughs> rolls around and they see you on the TV, they turn on Channel 7. Yeah, they're like, oh, we know. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're, they're really nice and they're passionate and I think it's really cool. So it's nice to have them in my corner. And did you get a bit of time to spend um, playing hockey in the off season? Yeah, I did. Um, played for played for more bank Liverpool in first grade in Sydney which was really fun um and played a few games and then got injured so stopped and then cricket weren't that keen on me keep playing so I stopped and (laughs) was a good girl and did some did some running instead but um yeah it was fun what sort of like I'm assuming when you were like sort of growing up you kind of loved playing both what kind of made you lean more towards Mm. cricket yeah it was a tough decision and for a while there I was definitely leaning towards hockey but um, there came a time that, that I just really enjoyed cricket training more than hockey yeah. training. Um, yeah, hockey training became a bit monotonous and um, wasn't really enjoying it. So, like, I loved playing, but um, the training side of things, yeah, didn't really enjoy it at times. So that's probably why I chose cricket, just because I can spend hours in the nets yeah. and, you know, it's, it's a hobby for mine, so I don't like to love it. Nice one. And so a bit of WBBL chat just to finish off, which yep. is coming up so soon. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> back with the Thunder. Are you stoked to get into an actual season that isn't hopefully affected by COVID or hubs or, or being on the road for ages? Yes, I'm so excited. I think to have a home and away and we can travel yeah. and, you know, have that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be different, but it's going to be fun, I think. And especially there's a few of us younger players that haven't experienced that in my first mm. year, but um, it's been, you know, hubs and and bubbles so it's going to be really fun and also to have home games again and um we can you know crowd doesn't really matter so 
uh, it's going to be fun. And are you going to soak up every bit of playing with Rachel Haynes for one last season? Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I haven't played with Rachel in so long and I've been watching her and she's just amazing and I'm really, really excited to play against, well, play with her, sorry. Um, yeah, and I think our whole team's really excited because she's just the best. So, How did you feel when, when you heard the news that she was, when she was hanging up? hang up the boots yeah it was sad it was surprising to be honest um just because she's been in such good form especially as of late um but i like i totally understand it and i think to for her to keep playing the big bash is awesome and she didn't need to do that so for her to do that is really hats off to her and i think it's probably she wants one more season in the lime green black because she's missed she missed last season so that'll be really fun and probably a nice way to and, and her career. And what's it been like working with her over the years? Has she helped you a lot or do you have any memories that stand out? She's always been just a great leader um, and she's known how to balance between, you know, friendship and, um, you know, professional cricket. Yeah, like we haven't been the closest and it's not like a 16-year-old is going to be close to a 30-year-old, but um, she's just been a really good mentor. Yes, you know, especially as a lefty, yeah. she's been working through my game and giving me tips and um yeah I think yeah it's definitely definitely paid dividends to my cricket and everyone around her like Han Darlington learned so much of her as in captaincy wise and we all look up to her so it's it's a great person to have around your team and every time she comes to training because she's not there all the time everyone lifts and it's sort of this yeah she has this aura which is really cool. I guess on the flip side there's like a heap of young guns in in the Thunder team that you probably know really well who do you reckon is looking primed for a really big WBBL 08. I reckon Annika Leroy, um, she's been smashing it in the nets and always has had it in her, but just hasn't put it on the park. But I think if she really plays confidently, um, she's got the skills to score some runs. And then, so hopefully um, Liv Porter also oh, gets yeah. to go. Um, she's been going well for ACT Meteors. But Is there a team like the Thunder love to play and potentially beat like is there a team like a real rivalry that you guys usually have your eye on um we love playing the six well uh, we uh, it's hard <laughs> because we usually lost to the sixes so we don't like playing the sixes but we won last year yeah. against them and it was probably the best day ever we were just like yes and like we can finally so our team song says um we're, like we're sydney's yeah. best and we've never like we never win against them so it's like uh are we? And then we could actually finally <laughs> sing it and they were, you know, next door and were like, Sydney, yes. so it was good. It's so funny, like, whenever you ask someone, like, which WBBL team do you love to beat, why does everyone say the mm. Sixers? I think it's because, like, they're obviously some – well, Pitchard is the best, you know, they got the big big guns and so when you beat them it's a big yeah. thing, I think. Thebes, thank you so much mm. for joining us today on The Scoop. It was a pleasure to chat to you. Um, Good luck for the WBBL in the lime green. Can't wait to watch and hope it all goes well for you. Plenty more um, bat celebrations from you. Hopefully. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Anne. Australia away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.